Welcome to the Coaches Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. We're talking about tonight's WCTV Basketball Game of the Week. Brentwood High School visiting Centennial High School in a District 11-4A matchup. We're going to start off talk, talking to our girls coaches. We've got Marcel Williams from Brentwood High School here. Coach, welcome. Thank you. And Coach uh, Hamilton, Bruce Hamilton of Centennial. Listen, this is time number two, and then next week you'll be the game of the week too. So, listen, we may need to switch seats. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good here <laughs> for sure. Hey, let's talk about y'all's teams a little bit. So, coming into tonight's game, got Brentwood at 15 and five overall, three and one in league play. Centennial seven and 13, 0 and four in district play. This is the second go around. We're starting the second go around of league play. Brentwood comes out on top in that January 6th game at Brentwood. Coach Williams, mm -hmm. your team has played well this year. Uh, you did, I think it's the last nine games, maybe you're four and five is what I looked at. Competition's part of that. Right. But the second thing, and I've heard you talk about this, you're starting two mm -hmm. freshmen. Right. You're start starting a sophomore. I always think that teams that start younger players, listen, you go backwards, you have those two freshmen starting, and last year they're playing like a 12-game middle school set schedule. So I think right. maybe in the middle sometimes there's that fatigue. They're yes. not used to the long grind of a season. But have you noticed that a little bit with those younger players? Um, it's funny you say that. Uh, the Summit game, the game that we took a good beating to, um, it was definitely middle of the season. We had a couple of bad practices. And uh, I expected that with a young team. I wasn't too nervous about it. But you just got to understand what you're getting into. But I let them know that every time we have lost, we bounce back and learn from it. So that was one of those learn from it. We got to take practice serious and we got to understand we got more games to go. Well, and the thing, even though it's, I know it's odd for our uh, viewers out there and probably odd for us to talk about too, you play Summit and it's not a district game, so. Right, not yet. For, for, for league standings, at least this year, not that, not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. Coach Hamilton, your team, uh, a little bit of a skid lately we talked about. Obviously, you've dealt with some injuries some sickness, some different things. But really, especially that last little stretch you've had, probably been the toughest part of your schedule too. Well, it, you know, we're not, we're kind of in that law he was talking about earlier. I, you know, I think we're not clicking definitely on all cylinders right now. And, uh, but it's a long season and up and down season. So, uh, you know, one little thing can snap you out of that. And so hopefully, you know, tonight we'll, you know, we'll play better and, and see some see some gains for the work we've been putting in. Well, Coach Hamilton, let's talk about this too, about your team. You've done this a long time. You've been, not, not to, you know, yeah. <laughs> say you're old. But yeah. <laughs> you've Pretty been old. In, you've been in it a while. Uh, you've had great teams. You've had mid-level teams. You've had lower-level teams. Do you feel like this year uh, maybe you're part psychologist with your group too? Well, uh you know, I think dealing anytime you're dealing with a team concept like this, uh, you got to be able to handle several different personalities. And uh, I don't want to use the word agenda, but you know, when you have individual players and you're trying to blend them in a team sport, I think being able to being a psychologist or whatever you want to call it is definitely help. And I would say that it's more mental for us right now than anything. So I, I would. You know, we're going to have to definitely get our mental aspect straight before we can move forward, no doubt about it. Coach Williams, and with your team, you look mm -hmm. at your lineup, two freshmen, a sophomore, junior, senior. You start blending in players that uh, you have that big 
age difference. Mm -hmm. Some of them really probably didn't even know each other right. until uh, this year. Uh, there's some tricky things with that too with your team. Yes, um, I came to one of my seniors in the summertime and I told her she wasn't gonna start. So I kind of been honest <laughs> with everybody about their role in some degree. And I also wanted to make this a together thing. I didn't want it to feel like one person had to win or lose us a game. And I wanted to give people opportunity. Last year, I didn't lean on my young girls like I should have. So this year I was like, hey, everybody will get to play. Uh, it's up to you as far as the minute goes. Coach uh, Williams, uh, Tuesday night, big win. Anytime you play Ravenwood, Brentwood, Ravenwood play Battle of the Woods, always a big game. You score 81 points in that game uh, on Tuesday night. A big win for your team. You talked about, hey, we've always been able to come back. You came back in a big way in that game. Yeah, we were pretty upset about the Hillsborough game. Uh, so we, we felt like the next victim, whoever it was, we was going to shoot great. Uh, we saw, made 17 threes. Uh, we really wanted to have fun. And also that last year playing at Ravenwood, like I said, they gave us a good beating. So we also remembered that. So it was just more about the rival night and also bouncing back from the Hillsborough loss. You mentioned those seniors. You've got Brianna Keating-Rendon. Charlotte Lambright, who, congratulations to her, has been announced she's going to play in that BCAT All-Star game. Mm -hmm. But when I watch your team, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, no. I think it starts with Ella Ryan, your sophomore. She seems to be the leader out there. She's obviously a very good player, too. She seems to set the tone. And maybe it's because she's got the ball in her hands. <laughs> uh, she definitely sets the tone when it comes to the offense and uh, also getting steals. Uh, like I said, we leaned on everybody, but she definitely takes the lead. She's grabbing a lot of rebounds right now in the last couple games. And then on the defensive end, Charlotte is one of the reasons she made the B-Cat. It's her defense. Uh, I feel like it's top five, not five, but I feel like she's really, really one of the best defensive players, and I'm really going to miss her next year. Coach Hamilton, you play a, at a very good Hillsboro team on Tuesday night, at least standings-wise. They're in first place in your league. Uh, they're the best team first go around for a reason. They're a pretty good team. Uh, yeah, very athletic, uh, you know, rebound well, uh, physical, and uh, and they've got a nice team. But I I, I think Brent Wood, you know, personally, uh, um, I think their skill level is tremendous. And uh, I have a lot of respect for Coach Williams and what they do defensively. They, sure. They're so good defensively, and it creates opportunities for their – it really – shows their skill level. Their defense sets up their skill level. Then they run good stuff when they need to. And so I know I know Coach Williams is, should feel really good about the team he has going into this too as well. Coach, last time we, we talked about obviously uh, Addison Gorday being out, uh, which is a tough loss for your team. Talk about some of the young ladies that are maybe stepping up a little bit or you need to step up as you move forward. Well, you know, a lot's been put on AJ Lynn this year, our point guard, and uh, AJ really had a rough game last time we played Brentwood. So, uh, you know, we're going to need her to play well early tonight. And uh, but I tell you, I'm I'm real happy to see Quincy Anderson's a freshman post player we have, and so Quincy's really making some strides. She's still young in her game, also a young lady, and uh, you know I, I think she really played well Tuesday at Hillsboro, and. Uh, I hope we can build her, you know, keep building with her because we don't have a lot of size and she brings us some size and length. Let's talk about the district standings there in 11-4A. Again, first time around, uh, four games being played, Hillsboro 4-0, Brentwood 3-1. Coach, you talked about that 46-44 loss that you guys were sort of smarting from. 
uh, a week or so ago. Franklin two and two, Overton one and three, Centennial zero oh and four. But to me, when I look at it, uh, there's still a lot to play for. Co- Coach Williams mm-hmm. is a goal to be that top team in the district, or it's more about let's just take it one at a time, don't worry about that? Or do you talk about, hey, we want to be the number one seed? Uh, we definitely want to be the number one seed. Uh, with pride comes with that. Also, the seeding comes with that. Uh, we felt like the district game last year, uh, we did, it wasn't in our favor, and it kind of set us up for the region. We played a little tougher opponents than we should have. So we definitely want to – also, we could get over the hump of Hillsborough. So it's more than just winning the district. It's more like beating that team so we can feel good about ourselves. Coach Hamilton, look, if you don't agree with this, just tell me. But when I look at the league, I feel like it's Brentwood Hillsboro. They're, they're yeah. sort of the top of the league and top of the top of the class there. But even though Franklin's two and two, and you're 0 oh and four, there's really not a lot of difference between you three. I'm talking Franklin, Centennial, Overton. Yeah. Well, there's still a lot of basketball left. And so, you know, hopefully if we can start playing better and and get playing, you know, and you want to be playing best late in the year. You know, uh, you know. Hopefully, there we got a couple games. Obviously, tonight it's important, but coming ahead forward with uh, Franklin and Overton, that you know, if we can play well and win those games, it would set us up better seating in the district for sure. Well, and talk about that a little bit. Uh, four or five. If you're third, you're moving on to the region. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're playing at least three more games. If you're four or five, it's a kind of it's a, a do or die game. game. Yeah, sure. So that's obviously a big deal. If you're in four or five, you want to host. Yeah, if you're if in you, four or five, you'd rather be the four and host that game. But if you can get to three, if you can get to three, it'd be better. I'm sure Franklin Overton obviously are thinking about the same things, and so, uh, but we're capable. I mean, there's no doubt about it, and uh, we just gotta we gotta start playing better, and it starts with me. So, uh, and we've we've got to turn it around for sure and quickly, and I think the girls are going to work to do that. Let's talk about that other side of the region, Region 6-4A, District 12-4A. You've got Nolansville, and Coach Williams, I heard you talk about this. I think you were talking to Charles Pulliam about it. I give you credit. Right. I think you were on the Nolansville train quicker mm-hmm. than anybody. 4-0 and in that league and going in, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people thought it's going to be Summit and Ravenwood, but right now that's 4-5. and five. Ravenwood at 0-4, Summit at 1-3. and three. But Nolansville, you said early on, this is a good team. Nose was a good team. Like I said, when I watched them play, uh, it took me a while to figure out what to do because they had a 6'6 girl that they literally lobbed it up and she <laughs> turned around and scored it. So I was like, there's not really that much height in our league, so they're going to be a dangerous team to watch for, and I definitely want to play them <laughs> in the region time. But I really think they got a good system going and a good coach. Independence 3-1 and one in second. Coach Hill's done a great job there. Columbia Central 2-2 two and two in third. Uh Coach, we talked about you'll be back next week, and you're talking about your team being small. When Coach Williams talks about the 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've already played numbers for once. Yeah, I'm sure you're not excited thinking about that. Well, it's not just the 6'6". Six, six. They've got a 6'4", skilled right. freshman, that's, yeah. uh, and they've got good the point guard. I mean, Nolansville's got a very good team. And mm-hmm. I, last year, as I saw, I told uh, Coach Ladd that he's, I thought his young girls were – really set up to make a run here so and uh mm-hmm. and they've done a good job uh for sure and so. you, and i think maybe because of uh just the nature of, of, of boys and girls how they develop you see those younger girls with the chance maybe to contribute earlier yeah. than you see on the boys side would you guys agree with that yes definitely yeah. 
definitely. But I'll tell you, Coach Williams got a lot of young. His roster's yeah. young <laughs> yes. and skilled. So there's a lot of good young players in this league, and uh, it makes it exciting and uh, makes it tough, that's well, for sure. Well, one thing I'm excited about, I know it's a little tougher for you guys, but you know, for years, I say this all the time when I talk about girls' basketball, when you're talking about Williamson County, for so many years it was sort of Brentwood and no one else. Now there's so much parity. Obviously, Brentwood still has a great team, but lots of great coaches, lots of really good players in the district, like you talked about, Coach Hamilton, and really good young talent, which we're excited about. All right, let's talk a little bit about tonight's game. Again, we're talking about a District 11-4A matchup. Brentwood's visiting Centennial tonight, WCTV Game of the Week. Coach Williams, last time, wide margin. What do you do, though, to get your team's attention? Because that can happen sometimes. Hey, we played well last time. We won pretty comfortably. Sometimes, especially with that young team, maybe they overlook an opponent that they had success against before. No, nah, it starts in practice today. I mean, well, yesterday. Um, getting after it, uh, we do a lot of competing against each other. Um, I told them I want practice to be as hard as it is in the game. So you complete for playing time. So if you go out there and mess up, I got to pull you. And then they understand that somebody else will come in and do better, and you don't want to get buried in any game. So we do a lot of practicing where it's competing and competition to get ready for games, especially with a young team like this. What about your team, uh, Coach Hamilton? Sort of the opposite. Team that you struggled against. You talk about that pressure. A.J. had a tough game that night. What do you do to instill that belief in your squad? Well, we just got to uh, we got to play well early, no doubt. They they ambushed us last time with their defensive pressure, and I think in the first quarter it was very you know it gotten lopsided. So we want to stay in the game longer. We want to compete longer uh, tonight, and uh, so we've we've got to stay competitive and uh, for for a longer time. And you're playing at home. And we're playing at home, so which, which hopefully matters yeah, for your team. Yes, gentlemen, I appreciate you being here taking uh, time out of your busy schedules. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. it. We'll be right back to talk to the boys coaches from Brentwood and Centennial High School. Welcome back to the Coaches Show. We're talking about tonight's district matchup, Brentwood High School basketball traveling to Centennial High School. We've got our boys coaches here now, sort of a nine AAA reunion. If you don't know what that means, just look it up. Uh, we've got Brentwood head coach Troy Bond, Centennial head coach Jeremy Moore. Appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Brentwood coming in to tonight's game, 12 and 5 overall, 1 and 3 in district play. Centennial 16 and 6, 3 and 1 in the league. The teams played at Brentwood on January 6th. Centennial with a 42 40 win. I'm going to start with you, Coach Moore. I had flashbacks <laughs> to old 9 AAA. First teams to 40 wins. It was one of those matchups. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know that's your style, right, <laughs> Coach Bond? <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, anytime you play, you know, Coach Bond, Coach Team, or, or Brentwood, you know they're going to play hard. They're going to compete. Um, it's going to be a competitive game. You know, you look at their scores now. Every game is, you know, I, I think they beat Green Hill the other night. 33-32 or right. something like that. So scoring's going to be at a premium. Um, you know, both teams are going to guard. Two different styles. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a neat thing to get to watch because they defend completely different than us, but it works well. So, um, you know, we're expecting tonight's game to be a highly contested district game like usual. And Coach Bond, uh, something I think people don't realize when they look at those scores, 
it's not like you're going to go to the game and see somebody holding the ball. They might for a possession or two, or but it's really more about it's hard to get open, it's hard to get a good shot, and you're probably not getting multiple shots. Oh yeah, it's uh, you know a lot of times people see the score and they'll say, well, what did you do? You know, did you hold the ball? And it's just we really put a lot of emphasis on guarding and and uh, putting a lot of heat on you to make it tough and and the way we change defenses and, and the multiple traps and so forth can, can make it a little interesting and make you take some time off the clock. And that's realistically what we want to do. We either want to speed you or we want to slow you, and uh, we try to use that with our defensive presence. Coach Bond, talk about your team. I, I was looking at this has to be one of the youngest teams you've ever coached. has it's, to be. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've it's been a process to try to make adjustments, and especially with – losing Nick Degnan, uh, you know, to the injury and going into uh, playing two freshman guys a lot, playing three sophomores a lot. Uh, you got Daniel Cochran that's, that's you know, the stir that, of the drink, so to speak, that makes everything kind of go. But but then you got so many other pieces that we're putting together and uh, in different nights it, it kind of works different ways. And so – it's, it's kind of baptism by fire a little bit, but I think it's going to help us on down the road, especially uh, hopefully when the tournament comes around. And with Cochran, I've, I've noticed, too, you talking to him when I watch you guys play, he's not, even though everybody looks to him because he's the best player, it's not like he's totally vocal and totally, that's not really his personality either. So you're battling that a little bit with him. Right. We, and, and he's getting better each and every game, being a little more vocal, being that guy. And I, I think that's just, experience somewhat and his personalities you know he's kind of a laid-back kid uh, super hard worker puts in extra days every every week uh, and some of those young guys you know he's starting to kind of take them under the wing a little bit and kind of helping them through we're, we're trying to help them to make those adjustments you know they play well maybe JV or play freshman and then you jump in a varsity game and you throw a thousand fifteen hundred people in the gym it's a whole different <laughs> night and so you know it's a it's a tough situation in that you you, you got to push them but yet you got to still maintain the confidence it's it's a it's a yo-yo a little bit as a coach man especially <laughs> if you're a guy that's been in a long time and things have changed a lot uh so it, it's 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 fun and, and we like our team and we like where we're going we just gotta keep getting better coach Moore I feel like when we were talking a year or two ago we were almost the same conversation coach Bond and I were just having You've kind of your team's built kind of towards this year, honestly. When you're talking about you had, you still have some youth, but you've got those veterans too that you rely on. Yeah, you know we're young age-wise, but we're experienced. Um, we threw a bunch of guys in last year that uh, you know maybe weren't quite ready to play at the varsity level, but just like Coach Bond was talking about, that experience matters so much when you get into district play. Um, you know, I've always said this year we're better on the road. We play better on the road, which is usually an experienced team. You know, we don't get um, kind of bent out of shape about the other team's crowd or the student section where my first year and then even last year, you know, it's every game they're throwing Skittles at me or <laughs> there's something going on that, no, that, that's not no. focusing on what we want to focus on, you know. So um, we're, we're pretty good at controlling the controllables, you know, control what we can everything else you have to adapt and you have to be able to adjust on the fly a little bit and i think you know we've done a pretty good job of that and that's a tribute to i've got four seniors they provide us with a tremendous amount of leadership um, i think the average fan would say my two best players are juniors 
and those four seniors would probably agree with that and they're okay with that. You know, they embrace their role and uh, they understand their role is very important to our team. And then we've got, you know, we play a couple freshmen um, up and, and, you know, that, that's a whole different deal. I mean, those guys were playing at, at middle school basketball this time last year. So it's a uh, definitely a learning experience and we're just trying to grow till uh, we get to the tournament. Let's talk about your games on Tuesday. We'll start with Coach Bond. You lose a heartbreaker at Ravenwood, 50 to 48. It didn't take long for you to realize that's a pretty special game. I mean, you've been Oakland, Riverdale, and uh, Wilson Central, Mount Juliet, Lebanon, whom, but this is pretty special. Yeah, it's 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 in that that realm for sure. You know, our kids, uh, just student body, just gets up for that game. It's just such a uh, it's a fun rivalry too. It's it's not one of those that can get a little ugly. It's uh, it's fun. The kids get into it. Great crowd. You know we uh, we led most of the ball game and just had some breakdowns there late. Uh, they hit some big shots. You know, it, and it literally we had the ball with you know six you know six tenths on the clock there, two seconds or whatever to to get opportunity and it just didn't fall our way. Could easily win either way. Uh, but it is definitely a special rivalry. It's, it's it's fun. Those games always make for memories. You know, I tell those kids that you know you'll be talking about some of these games 30 years from now. Uh, so it's fun. It, it was tough tough loss, but but got some guys some great experience. I think that again we hope that you know that transfers over when we need it most in the tournament. Let's talk. And I know we mentioned him earlier, Coach Bond. But let's talk a little more about Daniel Cochran. I've said this about Daniel, and maybe you agree with this. I feel like he's a young man. This is pretty rare for a high school athlete. I think he has a chance to have offers from the highest level in two sports, he's basketball a, and football. He's, he's, a, he's a special kid. I mean, in, in all the years coaching, he's a, he's a guy that it not only as a, as a player but as a student, uh, you know, he's exceptional. Uh, you know, sometimes I think it, it, when he learns that gear – and he and he keeps going up, and he's went up this year from where he was last year. He keeps going up in a gear. He, you know, he's he's one of those guys you don't get very often. And uh, for us, he, he he does so many things, so many intangibles outside of just scoring. A lot of people see the scoring part, but he can change. Uh, he's a rim protector. He, he's he's actually a good passer, a good ball handler. You know, in football, he they kind of implemented him as a tight end this year, and, and was able to I think he had a couple of touchdowns, and he's. I know they, they're excited about having him out there. So he's a, he's a special kid. And let me ask you this, Coach. I got a feeling. I'm just guessing. Purifoy is the best golfer you've ever coached. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I had a really good one at, uh, at Wilson Center, Jeremy Lund, if you remember. I remember Jeremy, was, yes. was a good shooter, and uh, he, he, was, he was a pretty good golfer. But, yeah, Purifoy is a – he you know, made the state this year and uh, – He's one of those kids, man, it's kind of coming into his own. He's kind of uh, at the point guard spot, which is the toughest spot to play on the floor by far. And we've kind of thrown him in the fire a little bit, and he's really reacted well out of that. And he's a, he's a great kid to coach. He he works his tail off, and he's a uh, he's a guy making a mistake, and he just looks at you and goes, why did I do that, you know, kind of thing. And he kind of gives you that little grin. Uh, but he's he's good, but definitely the best golfer probably. I, I, I have to agree with you on that one. Now, Coach Hester – Coach Moore claims that you may be the best golfer, basketball coach. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm a hacker. <laughs> I get my money's worth when I go to the courts. I'll tell you that. Get as many shots as I can. 
I had a good friend, uh, <clears throat> David Woods. You guys remember Coach Woods, assistant coach when I was at Beach. Uh, he played golf with his dad, and he was teeing it up in the fairway. And he said, Dad, you can't do that. He said, actually, I paid for it. I can do it all. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Coach, let's talk about your team. Great game on Tuesday night. Two unbeaten teams in the league. You go to Hillsboro. You lead at the half. Uh, you lose 51-45, again, with Coach Thweet. Really coaches a lot like you guys. Really good defensive team. Values every possession. Uh, great game for solo first place in the district. H how do you – the last couple of days, how do you help your team kind of recover from that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we needed to recover at all. You know, um, I think we proved that we can belong on that floor with them. Um, you know, they played a tremendous schedule. They played everybody in the mid-state that's good. Um, so, you know, it's really just about getting back out there and, and our kids are excited to play Brentwood because it's the next game on our schedule. And that's kind of how we focus, you know, whether we win or lose, we're going to learn from it both ways. And then uh, try to move move on from it, and let it go. You know, um, Hillsboro and Brentwood, Coach Bond, I think would agree with me. Two different, two different styles, two different teams. So you know, you really got to flip your your focus, and and that's hard. You know, I mean, that's the football is one game a week, so they can focus, <laughs> focus, focus on it. In basketball, you know, you you got Sunday, Monday to focus on your Tuesday opponent, and then Wednesday, Thursday, you got body trying to recover and things like that from a physical standpoint but the mental part is is, uh, is also just as tough or maybe tougher um you know especially when you're going from a hillsborough to a brentwood both really good teams both both will be competitive but you know completely different styles hillsborough is going to play you a lot of half court man and brentwood is going to play maybe eight i think i may have eight defenses right now on the scouting report <laughs> so we're trying to get ready for something Coach Moore, talk about this. I mean, with your team, obviously, people talk about Dominic Reed, uh, reigning MVP in the league. Uh, Tanner Lee, Luke Burnett, we talked about your senior last week. Miles Catawala, another guy we've talked about. But somebody we hadn't talked about a lot, and I know it's a little maybe awkward for you, but I'm going to initiate the conversation. When I watched your game against Franklin, I felt like the difference maker in that game was Malachi Moore. Well, Who's your favorite player on the team, right? Uh, off the court, he's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes on the court, it's hard. No, he's, he's done a good job this year. He's had a really good uh, senior year. He can shoot a little bit. But, you know, he's improved his, his ability to guard. Um, he finally grew a little bit. So I think he's averaging three, three and a half rebounds a game, something like that. But, you know, he's got a role, and he kind of performs that, tries to perform that role. And he's, he's got a tough role because it involves making shots. So you don't think he was the difference in that game? No, I, I, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> There's probably zero chance that Malachi watches the show, but I'm going to mention this to him when I see yeah, him next please time. Please do. <laughs> He's used to it. Let's talk about the district and region standings, because to me, I look at a lot of these teams and go, anybody can win. Uh, but take a take a look at your league. Again, you're, you're go down to last possession last time you guys play. Uh, we got Overton 0 and 4 to me. They're the one that I know you guys won't say it, but that's the one I think uh, we can feel comfortable playing against. Brentwood 1 and 3, Franklin 2 and 2, Centennial 3 and 1, Hillsboro 4 and 0. Look at the other district. It's Indy 4 and 0, uh, Nolensville and Ravenwood 2 and 2, and then Columbia Summit uh, 1 and 3. Coach Bond, as I look at that, a lot, lot to play for in your own league, but honestly, I don't know if it matters. It may be more about your matchup in the tournament than it is where you finish. I think so, too. I think 
you know, anybody can beat anybody any night. Uh, sometimes you get in leagues where you've got two or three teams and that's they dominate the whole aspect of it. Where ours, I really think anybody could – it wouldn't surprise me to see a score and you look at it and so-and-so won. Yeah. Uh, the way it – a lot of parity, a lot of difference too in how everybody's style of play, uh, which I think probably attributes to making games kind of interesting. Again, different different looks. Um, the other side, you know, we both had opportunity to play several of them and it looks like they're kind of – the same way a little bit in, in some of their parity. You know, Ravenwood just finds a way to to grill out a game. They won a lot of real close ball games. Uh, doesn't wow you with one guy or another, but man, they just they find a way to knock down shots. Um, you know, Hillsborough I, I think is kind of at the top, and they've they've kind of proven that again by, by through the first round right here. But I still think you know we're we're in the game late with them, Jeremy and them are you know, in the game with them late. I mean, you know, you get the right balance here or there, make the right decisions, and hopefully your team keeps getting better that you can you can do that. And, Coach Moore, remind our viewers where the district tournament's going to be held. Uh, our district tournament's at Hillsborough High School as well as the region tournament. So that's not quite as fun for us with Hillsborough <laughs> being, being great. But still, it may not even matter. Coach Moore, you've got to be excited sort of where your team's headed. And I would ask you this. Uh, and, again, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I think winning the league for Centennial High School in boys basketball would be a big deal. Absolutely. You know, I mean, any time that you got a chance to play for a championship, I think it's a special thing. And, and we're, we're definitely a long way from that because as you were reading through that list, you know, I mean, Brentwood <laughs> had the ball, the chance to beat us um, last possession. Franklin was a three-point game. Uh, you know, Indy beat us by five. We beat Ravenwood by three. So, I mean, it's it's going to come down to one or two possessions either way. I mean, we, you can go from second to probably fourth in a week's time right now because every game is going to be a district game and so important, you know. And, and that's the hard part about just trying to keep your team going in the right direction. I mean, we, you know, we, I think we won eight in a row before Tuesday night, and I'm sitting there looking at the standings, and I'm like, I mean, we, we lose two in a row. We're going to be in fourth place all of a sudden, which, you know, makes it fun, and, and it's really good for the kids. But, you know, I, we just want a chance to play for a district championship and, and compete at the highest level, and I think our district and region, you know, outside of West Tennessee, I don't know if you're going to find top-to-bottom districts like, like we have. I agree with that. Coach Bond, tonight, uh, you expecting a similar kind of game as the first one, a grinder, so to speak, low-scoring game? I think absolutely. Uh, I think just style of play is, is going to dictate a lot of that. Uh, you know, again, our, our, our kids are playing crazy hard. I mean, I can't, I can't say enough about our effort right now. We just we have too many wasted possessions uh, where we, you know, either a turnover or you don't get a great shot or that kind of thing that we've got to get better at. But I think our kids understand that, and I think they see the writing on the wall where they need to be. And... Um, in no doubt, I think it'd be a battle. Uh, you know, it, it could easily come down one possession again. You know, and so that's why every possession is such a big deal. And and defensively, I'm I'm happy where we are. I think, you know, we can always get better at that. But offensively, is probably our biggest struggle right now. But I do think we're getting better at that. Uh, and so we're just going to keep pushing and and hopefully we can get a win on Friday. Coach Moore, first of 40 wins? No, we're going to try to get this thing up in the 70s, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure both teams are going to shoot a lot of threes. Uh, probably play with a six-second shot clock. You know, <laughs> something exciting for the fans to watch.
Well, I'm looking forward to it. I know that, and uh, it'll be a great game. Gentlemen, appreciate you being here today. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Thank you for joining us for the Coaches Show. We'll see you next time. Thank you.